I stole those shoes in a mini skirt. I was in civilian gear. Honestly, I'm just more imp- I'm more shocked that you can recognize golf shoes. <laughs> there are good movies and there are great movies. But that's not what we watch here because this is shitty cinema. We are three film masochists who love to take on the worst movies we can find. Center around our monthly theme to answer one simple question. Would you watch it again? I'm Jay, and I'm joined by Dave. Hello. And Casey. Swimming in bitches. (laughs) Every week, one of us has to pick a movie based on that month's theme. What's this month's theme, Dave? Well, last week we finished up Cinema MD with the... I, I Let's call it a film stalked by my doctor with the usually <laughs> wonderful call Eric Roberts. A film, bitch. There's like five in the series. Excuse God, you. The hardest working man in Hollywood, Eric Roberts. I, I will absolutely give Eric Roberts credit for putting in the work. It just wasn't an A-plus in that case. But wow. we are on to a new month. We are going to leave behind pre-med. It's time for the prehistoric. Our theme is dinosaurs this month. I know Casey is so very excited She's so for happy. this. So happy. I am arid. I'm positively arid. <laughs> I fucking hate dinosaurs. They're so dumb. What's wrong with so you? dead. They're so dead. Well, Casey, let's just get it out of the way then. You're kicking us off this month, so what did we watch this week? Oh, from 2018, I brought the Velocipaster. Man, the the, the indefinite the article Velocipaster. This is a movie I watched when it first came out. Amazon was like, "Hey, are you high? Do you want to watch this?" And I'm like, mm, "Yes, sir, Buckaroo." <laughs> Time around. Man, this film is a fucking gem made on a shoestring budget, and it it never ceases to wow. Let's not get too excited, Casey, because we're going to need an elevator pitch where you sell us on this movie in 10 seconds or less. Here's your setup. Remember when you got that Groupon for a deal of a lifetime trip to China for only $36? Yeah, it turns out it was called Gropon, and yeah, I earned yeah. that $36, goddammit. <laughs> It was also just a Greyhound ticket to a tent in the woods in Pennsylvania. In the 10 seconds before you have to react to being stuck in the woods with your annoying friend that won't stop running around in the inflatable dinosaur costume, sell us on this movie. It hurts to see someone else living my dream, killing pimps, wearing dino costumes, and blacking out what you don't want to remember. Classic Casey. Eight seconds. Eight seconds. Yeah, Yeah. I just feel like this man is living my life while I'm too busy working away. So when there was that trend of people wearing the inflatable dinosaur costumes and like, you know, helping children or grandmas across streets and streets, you you saw those videos and you thought like, man, that but punching. Vigilante justice. To that. Yes. A hundred percent. Okay, instead of talking about Casey's time in her inflatable dinosaur costume, let's talk about the actor's time in their inflatable dinosaur costumes in the movie that Shitty Cinema watched. Like any respectable Irish Catholic movie, the Velocipaster kicks off with recently minted priest Doug's parents getting blown up in a car bomb. I don't I don't think that makes it Irish Catholic. You just saw a church in a bomb and went, yeah, boondocks. Got it. Car right. bomb, uh, but yeah. Boondock Saints. Yeah. This is what this is. 
I mean, at least I gave more justification to the car bombing than the movie did. At the begin, it's it's a loose thread. They'll come back to it. <laughs> They're weaving a rich tale. Jay, calm Are down. They? All right, well, Doug's priestly mentor suggests that he should take some time off and go where even God himself wouldn't go. So, of, of course, Doug heads to China. That's... <laughs> no. Is it China? Wow. No. The movie's title says it's China. It's not actually China. We'll get there. While Doug's in China, with some air quotes, there's a random woman with an arrow protruding from her chest who gives him a fossilized dinosaur tooth. Kind of looks more Very. like a horn, but she tells him it's tooth. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah. Doug cuts his hand on the tooth, which, not unlike Peter Parker, grants him the power of ancient dinosaurery. You know, dinosaurery. It's it's more like a werewolf thing, though, because in the beginning, Doug doesn't remember turning into a velociraptor. Our first real experience is when Doug saves a sex worker called Carol. When he wakes up naked in her bed in the morning, we get to have a conversation where Doug is panicking because he thinks last night he fucked Carol. But Carol is actually all hot and bothered about him murdering a guy that wanted to mug her. Yeah, again, this is another one of those jokes that was almost funny, but not for as long as the movie went on. (laughs) You're a fucking hater. He thinks they banged and she's talking. Let's move on. Yeah, later, Casey can compare and contrast some Andy Sedaris horny to Velocipaster horny for all of us. I know you want to, you know, line these two up. We didn't even see nipple. (laughs) There's no comparison. (laughs) This is a very, very sad horny in this movie. She has natural boobs. What are you talking about? (laughs) Oh, man. Andy Sedaris. Yeah, that's not very Andy. After a brief crisis of faith, Doug realizes killing people as a dinosaur is kind of fun and tells himself it's okay. It is. Carol knows a whole lot of bad dudes and suggests that she can be the Nick Fury to Doug's Punisher, like, but as a dinosaur. Despite all this, Doug's mentor wants to break up the band and instead decides to take him to see an exorcist. Because, well, you know, he's talking about turning into a dinosaur for a man of the church. That's probably about the most reasonable thing he can do. And the discount Burt Wonderstone of an exorcist fails to do anything except make Doug turn into a dinosaur and rip his mentor's eye out. A la Nick Fury. Oh, look at that. It comes full circle. Yeah. Thinking that he killed his mentor, Doug and Carol continue serial killing and celebrating with hot, passionate sex. I'm honestly shocked that the film didn't work in a scene where he fucked her as a velociraptor. Like, Give us the Snyder cut, goddammit. <laughs> Uh, While all of this is going on, there's a secret ninja organization hunting down Doug. A secret Christian ninja organization. Yeah. Yeah. That also makes super cocaine. Sure. (laughs) See, their goal is to get people addicted, then cut the supply, forcing the population to take refuge in faith-based treatment programs, which sucks them into the church. I, I really want to read that as a critique of the lack of accessible secular addiction rehabilitation Absolutely. and no. the way that society no. treats it. But yes. this is Absolutely the same not. film that put VFX colon car on fire in text while playing the audio for a car accident with crackling fire layered on top. So, no, no, no. it does not make it's that critique. Not. This movie started with Raptor kind of sounds like pastor and everything else worked backwards. We, we got so diverted by secret cocaine-dealing Christian ninja cults that we have to say why they want to kill Doug, <laughs> the Velocipaster. 
because they believe him to be the dragon warrior, which, you know, he turns into a dinosaur that kind of checks out, I guess. It's close enough. Yeah. So when Doug and Carol find them, they learn that Doug's brother is the second in command. And we get an increasingly ridiculous series of fights in what I assume to be a public park between people dressed up as ninjas fighting Doug in a leather motorbike jacket and Carol in what I can only describe as a get laid pantsuit. Oh, dude, it's such a killer jumpsuit. It, killer jumpsuit. It, it is. And she is fucking working it. She's ready to get laid. Great fucking costuming for a fight scene. Yes. Yeah. It's yeah, yeah, yeah. Fa- like gives her great mobility. It breaks up the lines between the arms and the body. So you have just really good uh, like demonstration of where the body's at. Like It's it was... open back. So there's great contrast between the front half of her body and the back. Don't think it was intentional, but it was a very good choice. I think she got to pick her own clothes, and I think it was intentional. <laughs> Honestly, Carol's the best fucking actor in this film, and she kills her fucking, she kills everything. Let's fight over that later. But it does look good when she gets cut down, and then Doug ends up going full dinosaur and just, like, taking out a bunch of the ninjas. He's forced to partially turn human, but in the end, uses dino paws to rip the head off the leader of the ninjas. Carol then recovers, because as the movie stresses to us repeatedly, she's fine. She's fine. They flash it she's on fine. cards on screen. She's fine. She's fine. The Velocipaster then closes on Doug and Carol with sunglasses outside of a 69 Chevelle about to take their dino serial killing on the road Dexter Styles. Dude, the worst part is they get no shots of the Chevelle in motion or like close ups of the car. That thing is fucking probably because that guy was just pulled over at a scenic outlook and they filmed next to it really fast. Number one, I feel like you guys are really missing the chance to compare this to natural born killers. And that's shame on you. What? Number three. Was that number three? Natural born killers. How? How? How do you compare the Velocipaster to natural born killers? A couple killing their way across the country? That's not really what we got. I guess the, the the implication for the sequel is that, sure. Yeah, that's what I'm saying, is they're going to travel a la natural-born killers across right, the country. Fair. If we're getting prehistoric this month, I guess we need to talk about our titular character, the were-velociraptor. Their Doug. Velociraptor. Their Velociraptor. Thank you. Thank you. Someone had to Doug. Do Doug. Yeah. I. Okay. So. Let's um, paint a picture. Sure. Let's paint please. a picture. So please this do. isn't a regular like inflatable T-Rex costume. It is a rubber T-Rex costume. So I'm A, sure it smells great inside. And B, the top of your head is the hump in the back. And then like the neck and head extend outward. So it mm. is a very dumpy, <laughs> derpy look. Giving the dinosaur a hump was a a bold, creative choice. Yeah. Um, and it's not one that paid out well for it. It's like a Quasimodo dino, but yeah, you know. The Quasimodo dino. vibe was real, and it would lumber around like Quasimodo because... The guy's suit is it's real wide, and so he's taking like these waddling big steps, and it's threatening is not the word that it's I It's harder <laughs> than you think to walk in those because I'm I sure. have an inflatable one and it is difficult. Fragile. You're not used to be I had to duck into every doorway. It was hella annoying. Um but yeah, it it's a a fantastically made 
cheap suit. Don't even think kaiju. The kaiju suits are way nicer. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, this certainly is uh is not as good as like a Power Rangers costume. You paid $150 um, at Halloween USA for sure. this. If if you want if you want to accurately picture our ultimate dino suit, just imagine the dino costume from a high school play. Um, and you'll actually be correct <laughs> because this was a leftover dinosaur costume from his high school play. So the writer and director stole this from his high school to use. Uh, he did, I mean, he didn't steal it. It was Borrowed. originally purchased for a high school production. And then the principal decided that the dino was too violent and made them cut it. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> wow. Okay. Checks I'm out, sure his though. principal loved this film then um, because... The only thing this dinosaur does is rip the throats of bad people. Yeah, yeah. Which makes me question, he did pull out the eyeball of his mentor. Was his mentor secretly a bad guy? Uh, I mean, we see that he's losing control at that point. Because uh, the the Dave Navarro-looking exorcism dudes, like, drawing it Voltaire out of him. Voltaire is his name. And I do want to specify, this Quasimodo-ass dinosaur costume, we do not see until the final moments of the film. Up to that point, they're doing the normal monster movie thing where it's just a flash of a dinosaur like head in the darkness. Or or he's, a, right. a claw. The claw, which is a rubber hand. A yeah. dude's hand in, like, yes. rubber with... And it and it just reaches out, and it looks so bad. Good. I, I well, it, it tries to get that horror vibe. And if you're worried about horror films, if you're the type of person like me that's really just not crazy about horror films, you're going to be fine. You're going to laugh your ass through this. You can show this to kids. You should show this to kids. It's important. <laughs> really. Kids will love it. Kids will fucking love it. Um, Yeah, the claws were absolutely fantastic. Uh, I'm going to say the dinosaur suit is my second favorite outfit. My first is Carol's final fight scene jumpsuit. Love a good jumpsuit. Oh. It was practical. It was great for fighting. It had her hands free. There were no strings or anything. She looked fantastic. I love in the end fight scene, the first thing she does is take off one of her shoes to beat the shit out of someone with it and then throw it. Real quick, we need to talk about Carol. Carol is a sex worker by night, a pre-med law student by pre-med day. Pre-med law. Whatever yep, the fuck that's, that is. I don't care. It, medical malpractice suits? I'm not sure. Um, best actor in the film. No. Honestly, all, what? Disagree. Wrong. Well, you're wrong. Wrong opinion. I think her reactions were fantastic. Okay. I thought she was serving the whole fucking time. I thought she did a really, really good job. I, w- I mean, a- I was not believing anything about her or her character, but I don't no. know that, like, anyone was going to sell me on that. She was natural acting, though. Like, she acted like a normal human being. Oh, or, alternatively, she was a person... Doing and acting, and yeah, it I just don't. came off as like a person being there. I, I'm listen, case nothing that she's increasingly weirdly horny as Doug continues to murder more and more people. Like she gets real into the killing. She's okay. like, yeah, he's a serial killer. Root him on. And so I don't. She know likes that a that's man like- in uniform. Nobody, nobody yells at Fleabag for that. Doug is ripped. 
Is he a nerd? Absolutely. Is he a virgin? Probably. At least the front half is. She's got a type, man. She wants. It's kind of like um, Jekyll and Hyde. She's the sex worker who wants a gentle, non-super horny guy. And she gets horny for him murdering dudes that deserve it. Let her have her type. You don't get to kink shame. I don't. I don't know, man. Like, I guess I'm just stuck on the whole trying to make the murder Avengers. I don't think that 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 counts as. Um, yeah, that's, as it's the normal thing people do. Yeah, it's not in any way believable, but that's a script thing, not an actress any thing. Any right. kung fu movie ever. Right. So probably I, avoid that genre. Fair. Yeah, I don't. I, I don't buy that as believable, but I also don't think that putting in, like, Mira Sorvino would have sold me on it either. Like, this is a- <laughs> Mira Sorvino's a horrible actress. She was in that fucking Will Sasso Christmas movie, remember? Yeah, yeah. She was the worst part of it. She was real bad. I, I will give her second best actor in the film. She's she's absolutely the best, like, combat actor in the film. For yeah, me, yeah. At the very least. Uh, 100%. But, all right, so Jay, if she's number two in acting for you, who's number one? You know who he's going to oh, say. Number one is uh, one of the quote-unquote bad guys, the pimp Frankie Mermaid. Mm, yeah, I, get, I definitely got to agree with that. Frankie Mermaid is very aware of what movie he's in. Yeah, yes. yeah. The guy playing it is giving 150%. He is... Over the top, he he shaved the top of his head so that he could look creepier, and he has, like, long hair so he could do a comb-over. He's got the whole pimp outfit going on. He yells at people across the street. I mean, he's just got mad fucking energy, and I love it. The best description I can give of him is, like, Rocco in um, Boondock, Boondock Saints. Saints, how the movie really should have been about him or had a spinoff about him, not a sequel, that's Frankie Mermaid. Like, mm. we need the backstory. We need more Frankie and less everybody else. Right. Like, they, the movie tries to tell us that he's a bad man because he's pimping out Carol. And, you know, he's mean to other other uh, of his whores that he yells at. But then when he's in the confessional booth, he starts giving a complicated story. Like, it sounds like Frankie Mermaid has had a long, tortured life and had to make challenging decisions on the streets. I don't know that I can completely fault him for that. I want to see that story. I want that biopic. He does not give it in any way a complicated no. story. He just confesses what? to no. numerous murders. Correct. I don't know yeah. about that. Like, Dave, he smokes in the confessional booth because, you know, his life's on fire, he said. So he fucking, he burns everywhere, which I respect. I get that. I've been there. Right. And then he confesses to lots of murders. Right. Don't you want to see that? Wouldn't that be better? I think that'd be a better movie than Velocipaster. Hot I, yes, up until he also admits to getting sexually aroused by the murders. That's <laughs> where I don't want to well, watch the movie anymore. Yeah, that's a little weird. Ooh, what is that? Fair. Picophilia, that's when you get horny watching someone get stabbed. There's different ones for different ways of murder, so. I think it might be better than the Natural Born Killers sequel that, that they promise us, like, Fuck that. Give me the Frankie Mermaid biopic. Yeah. Let's see him. Frankie Mermaid is I, highly aware he's in a B movie. He takes it to 11 at all times. Uh, according to IMDb trivia, the man provided his own wardrobe. So like, <laughs> good on him yes. for the Halloween yes. USA trip for his very stereotypical pimp costume. It's great. I loved him. You know, I, Man, I, okay, I know you really like Frankie Mermaid, but I feel like Father Stewart's... Um, 
Vietnam flashback <laughs> was probably one of my favorite parts of the movie because they spend all this time of him talking to his best friend. And, oh, when you have a kid, you should name him. What was his name? Ollie. Ollie. You should name him Ollie after me and you tell him it's your best friend. And, blood. and of course, the guy, you know, like dies immediately afterwards. And the best part. Mid-conversation. Mid-conversation. Yeah. Gets the best part is he's talking about, you know, how he misses his girl back home. And then all of a sudden his girl from back home, Adeline's here and she's running across the, the field to him. Oh, Father Stewart, I can't. And as she gets six inches away from him, she is just red mist and completely gets blown up by a landmine. <laughs> and there's silence. And one of his comrades says, ah, I don't think we can save her. <laughs> I think That's, she might be gone. Okay. That was my favorite uh, special effect in the movie because yes. they do a cut and they basically replace it with like somebody having thrown a huge bucket of paint. So there's, oh, yeah. you, you could kind of see the awkward cut in the frame and then there's just all of this red liquid that covers the man. So it looks it's like, like an arm <laughs> in the background. There's like a Is single there? piece. Yeah, there's like a, an piece. arm. It looked like it just turned her into fucking liquid. And the the, yes. the fucking actor takes the covering like a champ. A hundred percent. died. I died. Honestly, Father Stewart being able to hold his own <laughs> and hold himself back from laughing at the ridiculous that this film is. This is an intentionally bad film. Sure. But I will say, while it's intentionally bad and ridiculous, they do go to their own great lengths to shoot it in a way that's a little more unique. So, like, when Father Stewart's character is first introduced and he's talking to Pastor Doug, they're sitting on the pews facing each other, but and that's in the middle of the screen, and then on the out thirds of the rest of the screen, <laughs> it's, like, close-up of their faces while they're talking. And honestly, I really dug it. I thought it was an interesting way to shoot a conversation, something different you don't get to see. Now, they went a little too far for it, in your opinion, during the sex scene, because they kind of turned the sex scene into a three-minute montage. Of, you don't see anything graphic. It's just kind of overdramatic indie music video yeah, sort of vibe to the soundtrack of Math the Band. So, I mean, it's... It's a lot. Yeah, it has the energy in the soundtrack of like a, a late 90s, early aughts uh, music video, but with the style of like, you remember the Ang Lee Hulk movie when they oh, yeah. do the comic panels intersections of that? Yeah. It, <laughs> yes. That, and it was absolutely fucking terrible. Like they use footage from earlier in the movie in some of the comic panels. In yes, they it. do. Yes. Like it's the comic f- panels are so weird and it goes on for like the entire fucking song. It's like three and a half right. minutes long. It, it, like it's partially a recap of a movie that isn't over yet and is only 70 minutes long. We don't need to. <laughs> okay. All right. Well, let's talk about Toxic Avenger then, because they did a full play-by-play <laughs> recap of the whole fucking movie. So this did it in three and a half minutes and included a sex scene, so... Eh. Toxic Avenger did it better. Don't at me. I mean, can, we can just say they're both bad. They were both unnecessary. But yeah, this one particularly unnecessary. Hated it, but I don't 
necessarily think they could cut it because, as I said, it's only 70 minutes long. They really You're can't welcome. cut much of anything at this point. Fair. Fair. The Velocipaster has weird, horny vibes. I We had just watched a, an Andy Sedaris film, so I was used to a different type of horny, a much more 80s, out there, um, fake titties type of horny than the weird... Uh, sexual tensions and getting hot and bothered by killing people in this. And it it really, I didn't know how to feel. It confused me, quite frankly. The horniness okay? in this felt like sort no. of a a resigned shrug towards, because it's a, it's a grindhouse parody at its core, right? That's sure. the vibe right. that they were going for. Yeah. And at times that really worked well with the like VFX on f- car on fire shot just text transposed <laughs> on the screen like that was fucking funny the only the- way they could have done that better is if they would have taken a micro machine of that car and just set it in a fire pit <laughs> and filmed it close up and then just like had zoom in over it yes <laughs> zoom it in ignore the fact that it's on a piece of wood that's the honestly the vfx that's what 90 seconds into the film that is your like test minutes, but yeah. of if you are going to sit through this right. film or like not. It's, it's so, very much got its tongue in its cheek, but it has a few shots like that that, like, yeah, it's fun. But I'm I- part of a bad movie group on Facebook, and they brought up Velocipaster about a week ago. And so many people got to that scene and was like, nope, and had to dip. And I was just like, yeah, then you're not in the right group, my friend. That's a You're litmus not test. in the right. I group. got you. yes. I got uh, yeah. It's it, it just like, are you here for? They don't try to pretend it's something it's not. Are you here right. for a ridiculous, stupid fucking movie? Yes. Then sit down. And to Here's be seventy fair, minutes. And I will concede that one of the great things about the Velocipaster is that it makes no nonsense about getting you into its story right away. The parents get killed. We he goes on a spiritual hiatus. We know he's out to discover something, and he. Finds this fucking Velociraptor tooth and returns back home. And that happens in 10, 15 minutes maybe tops, which is gives us a great 70 minutes crisp runtime. So I will say it felt very Robert Rodriguez-y to me. Just kick it off and get it going. I mean, that's an accolade I don't want to give him, but... <laughs> Yeah, they definitely don't waste time, and I'll thank them for that. Other than the time they waste on the weird, I guess, someone thought necessary horny scenes that just don't work and don't do I Stop putting sex scenes in what are otherwise action movies. It doesn't work, and you're never going to top shoot them up. So just don't. (laughs) Fair. Agreed. I will say on the horny jail part, though, I maybe need to deserve I maybe deserve to to go to it this week because after watching. okay, so let me compare this to the Andy Sedaris film that we're watching guns in that all of the women have big fake titties and have no asses. They are stick women. Right. It's in the film like 1988, I think. And so that was the look. And I'm just like, where is this? Where is this? So we're watching this the other night and I have a voice recorder out and I'm taking notes. And let me tell you, I went on at length about Carol's dump truck and how she should back it up because I was just appreciating that there was a woman with a fucking ass on my screen. I mean, she's got no titties, 
but it no. doesn't matter because no. she's got a fantastic ass. She does, and I'm I, I'm both right. I'm not trying to say like I'm an ass man. I and also like titties. But, so does you know. the Velocipaster because he has to rock one of her dresses on the way home, and honestly, he's got lay. I mean, he's he's built. He's a nice looking dude. They have a whole workout montage, and like, he's in good shape. He's a good yeah. looking guy. Very he didn't hairy. look bad in that. Oh, it was an orange knit dress. I forgot about the montage. <laughs> yeah, the workout montage. I I guess they needed something to explain why he was going to suddenly be good at kung fu at the end of the movie. Was Did he they? though? <laughs> no, I gen- it genuinely would have been better for me if there had been absolutely nothing and he just suddenly was. That it's just been, in his bloodline. Yeah, that would have been way funnier for me, especially when the brother out of nowhere shows up. Okay, yeah, I, I love that they retcon that he had a brother because they go back to all the scenes like that they retcon. showed with his parents. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And like he's like off screen in the background, like, oh, like, wow, I'm, you know, I'm so proud of you, my only son. And he's just like eating, ki- you know, eating cereal in the kitchen. Like, what the fuck? <laughs> yeah. I-, I like it when he pops out of that back of the hatchback in their fucking station wagon. Oh, yeah. That's also a great. The- the brother was giving Pete and Pete vibes, and he was just kind of <laughs> creepy, and I don't know. And it was also kind of sweet. Once he was killed, his master was like, I loved you like a son. I did not expect that. That was kind of heartwarming. Evil his Chinese master- Christian master. Yeah, was that guy, the Chinese Christian master, was he a decent actor, or did he just speak Chinese, and therefore I couldn't? tell that he the was second one yeah, okay all right the second one this is like when we were watching the godzilla movie and the actor randomly delivered a line in english and i went oh that was terrible and realized oh wait a minute i just don't understand <laughs> enough japanese to know that this is all bad yeah that's yeah, it all right. fair that's how i feel yeah because how many dudes do you think looked at uh what's his fucking ridiculous mustache in that movie it was like Don wow, Fry. that American guy's great actor. Like Don Fry, I assure you, is not a great actor, but maybe the acting part is lost on you because of the translation mix. I don't know. I did love his uh addiction line addiction pipeline to Christianity plot. That was fucking great. I wish that we would have gotten a little bit more of that because I wanted to kind of see like the the Batman begins. Toward the end, right, where where people in the streets are, like, addicted to the super cocaine and going to overrun uh, self-help, you know, AA groups or whatever. Um, yes. Yeah. Babe, yeah. this is a shoestring budget. So unless they're employing real crackheads and giving them real crack, <laughs> I just don't see them being able to do that. Or did you just hit on a genius plan of getting real crackheads and giving them real crack? I mean... Philadelphia is in Pennsylvania. I just don't think you can get a, a filming license. Well, I'm noticing my nails growing out and my hand turning green, so I think I'm about to turn into a Velocipaster and kill Jay. No. So before I do that, Dave, I need to know, 2018's The Velocipaster, would you watch it again? Man. I am really torn on this question because I did have fun watching this and they have some genuinely funny scenes in it, but they also, despite only being 70 minutes, don't have the strongest cohesive image of what they're making. And it gets a little meandery at times and a little meh at times. 
But also, it's only 70 fucking minutes. So, right. I even though it's not the strongest endorsement ever, yeah, I'm, I'm definitely going to watch Velocipaster Ooh. again for barely over an hour. I've definitely had worse times, and I it, if I'm not watching it, it'll be off the screen soon enough. So, Jay, how about you? From 2018, Veloc- I'm sorry, from 2018, The Velocipaster. Oh. Would you watch it again? I almost always despise films that are made intentionally bad. I think right. that it's it's really difficult to to pull that off and be tasteful. And I can see that in points at the Velocipaster. There are times where it is working a little bit too hard. Like we get some uh, scenes at the end where it's trying to create a grindhouse or um, like some old kung fu films and ripping heads off and blood spraying everywhere and people just screaming and I'm not quite sure that it always works. That being said, if there's an exception, it's probably the Velocipaster. Like, it's fun, and it's only 70 minutes long. It's so crisp, and there's at least something there that you're going to get, I think, a chuckle out of. You got to watch it once. I have watched it once before. I had fun watching it this time. I'm definitely going to watch it again. Casey, what about you? 2018's The Velocipaster. Would you watch it again? If you don't like this movie, you have no joy in your life. (laughs) Fuck yes, I would watch this movie again. It's so fun. It is just a fun, mindless movie with you got to pay attention because there's going to be a couple jokes that may whiz past you the first time you watch. But it's not it's not pretending to be anything. It isn't. It is dumb, low brow, low budget humor and if you can handle that, you're going to fucking love this. So that's the verdict. Three out of three of us. Heller. Hat trick. Three out of three of us would watch the Velocipaster again. But it's really up to you. Would you watch it? Would you watch it once? Would you watch it twice? Would you watch it with rats? Would you watch it with mice? I don't know. Let us know on Facebook. Jay, you are taking a more serious turn next week. What are you going to bring back to the past for us? Man. Not back to the future. This is going to be a film that I haven't watched yet, uh, but I've heard that it's absolutely terrible. And it's the epitome of the original parts of this series until it gets rebooted. And that is Jurassic Park number three. Uh, Is this going to be like Jaws 3D? Is anybody going to be coked out? I hope so. Mm. I hope so. Follow us on Instagram at Casey.Cinema. Like us on Facebook, sh.ttycinema. I don't know. Throw us a buck or two if you want to. Patreon slash Shitty Cinema or PeepShittyCinema.com. Check the show notes for those links. And in the meantime, let's turn off the lights. Turn on the special effects of our family burning live in our car. And then go kill some pimps about it. Hmm. Huh? <laughs>